With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. It's hour two, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Check in with the Buffalo Bills coming up. Jay Billis will stop by. We got big basketball matchups coming up. Uh, Jenny Tapp, she works the sidelines as a reporter for Fox Sports. She was on the sidelines for Penn State and Michigan. She'll be on the sidelines for Michigan and Maryland. Does she think Jim Harbaugh is going to be on the sidelines? She'll join us coming up in a little bit. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at show. Say good morning. You're watching on Peacock. Thank you. And our radio affiliates around the country as well. Dan's Deals, they're back. We got some great things there. Um, Seton's been doing this. There's the uh, Kanga Coolers uh, pouch that uh, we have. You want to explain this, though? These are college uh, coolers. That yeah, you- yeah, yeah. So they have ones that are not college, and they have other. They have, like, Clemson, Alabama, uh, Mississippi State, a whole South Carolina, a bunch of them. But you could basically, it's a cooler that works with or without ice, and you could take, a, like, a box, a 12-pack box, and just slide it right into the oh, cooler. Mm. Yeah, it's awesome. It's it's super, it's lightweight. It fits exactly the 12-pack, uh, or you could put a 6-pack in there if you want to. Uh, it's a great cooler, though. It's, like, one of those things that... Um, if you're not sure what to get somebody, you're like, what the hell am I going to get this person? Or that All of these gifts are actually great for that. And you could get this for 50% off. These are Dan's deals, and uh, it's a Black Friday before Black Friday. You're going to be able to order these coming up on Thursday. I remember Mark Cuban made a deal with uh, these people on Shark Tank back in October of 2020. Yeah, these, yeah that's right. These were on Shark Tank, these yeah. coolers. They're really cool. So sign up for the DP Show newsletter, and uh, you'll get access to the savings. DanPatrick.com. Put your email address in the box. It slides out bottom right corner. All we're doing is helping you with suggestions for the holidays. And we handpick some things that we think that you would like and take advantage of the savings here. All right. uh, Poll question for hour two. You want to recap hour one? Yeah, I can do that for you. Okay. Uh, All right. These are all very uh, coach and player specific poll questions today. Um, We had up there uh, who's corrected Mm -hmm. things more? Uh, Russell Wilson or Sean Payton. Right now, Sean Payton is getting about 65% of that vote. We also have up there, the Bills are going to be in the Super Bowl or miss the playoffs. Yeah. Right now, uh, unfortunately for them, 95% of the audience have missed the playoffs. <sighs> yeah. If I would have said that two months ago, 
that they're not after 10 games they're not going to be in consideration for even a playoff spot you'd probably go that's not going to happen not with Josh Allen home field advantage but last night was it more of Denver winning the game or Buffalo losing the game it did feel more like Buffalo lost that game but here is Josh Allen after losing last night it sucks shouldn't have been in that position in the first place um, it's a lot of bad football. A lot of bad football. And then uh, the opposite end of the rainbow, here's Russell Wilson in a good mood talking about the Broncos' let's ride. This is a huge one. This is a good football team we just played, and uh, obviously the past couple of weeks we've been playing some really good, good teams. Um, so to beat the Chiefs, beat these guys, um, you know, sets a standard of who we should be and who we can be and who we're going to be. All right. Okay. Feels like Sean Payton has a better handle on his team and his talent. And then it feels like he's limiting Russell Wilson to those big plays. Not necessarily letting him cook. And if he is, it's a TV dinner. It's like, no, not yet. Let's don't do anything crazy. But Russ did make a couple of plays, though. He escaped. And I still think that that, that's really the weapon here. Let him be somebody who can beat you with his arm and his legs. Combine the two. Don't make him just sit in the pocket. This is a month ago today. Broncos had just lost to the Jets. Here's a headline. Insiders predict when the Broncos will bench Russell Wilson. Should Denver consider benching Russell Wilson? Russell Wilson's contract should make the Broncos consider benching the quarterback. There's probably 20 to 30 articles saying the same thing. It was time to make a change in Denver. And then they win three straight. I mean, you had some details here from insiders from the mothership. Uh, The Broncos, they have to bite the bullet and cut him before the 2025 guarantee kicks in in March. Okay, going to cut him. Here's another insider. The 2025 salary is guaranteed for injury, which deepens the intrigue if the Broncos continue to slide this season. Would Peyton pull him for Jared Stidham? Okay. I want to know if they're all in on this now. Russell Wilson already has $39 million guaranteed next season. Any kind of significant injury that would not allow him to pass a physical in March would guarantee another $37 million. At some point, the Broncos probably have to consider pulling him as a starter. I don't know if you feel the same today, this morning, as you did A month ago, exactly a month ago today, that was the conversation about Russell Wilson. Yes, Eaton? Turns out you don't need to bench him. You just need to get him to stop throwing the ball. (laughs) (laughs) Turns out you just need to go back to the what he played in Seattle. Yeah, pretty much. You know? Turns out you need to not let him cook. Yes. And then, oh, hey, all of a sudden we start winning games. How about that? He can be a sous chef. He doesn't have to cook. Sean Payton is the one who cooks. But... I'm going to give Sean Payton the credit here. I, I, ne- I wasn't giving Russell Wilson the blame this year. If you go back, I just said, look, you know, he's not the problem here. He might not be the solution, but he's not the problem here. And he's actually played a whole lot better this year than he did last year. But this is, you know, being in Sean Payton's system, understanding it. I thought at the trade deadline, if you made an offer, you were going to get a wide receiver. Or two from the Broncos. That's what I find interesting. It felt like they were selling 
even though they said they weren't. But it felt like everybody was saying, this is what it cost to get Jerry Judy. And then all of a sudden, nobody got traded, and this team is at least respectable. They're four and five. It's weird how four and five doesn't sound so bad to the Bills five and five, where you go, now the Bills. But, you know, it's a sliding scale of what the expectations were for the Broncos and what they were for the Buffalo Bills. Yes, non-believer Todd Fritz, Broncos phony. And not just the Broncos and Bills this season because there's no great team. There's a lot of very average teams. So four and five is not only respectable, it's kind of par for the course with a lot of the teams that are as far as what their records are now. I don't know if you should be talking a lot today because you didn't believe in your Broncos. You got your Broncos gear. I'm going to double down the other way and say Denver should be 6-3 and three because they led week 1, 16-10 against the Raiders, and they were blowing out the Commanders in week 2. And Todd, Todd, way to Todd, blow Todd we're not doing that. No, no we're not doing that. You didn't think they would win last night. I thought they would lose by two touchdowns. Yes, yes, Paul. The Broncos have an interesting schedule coming up. They host the Vikings, the surprisingly good Vikings, then the Browns, who seem better, and the Texans, who are threatening. And then the Chargers and Lions. I mean, that's that's not easy at all. They could lose all those games. They, yeah, right. They could go zero and four. Now I hope they do. Just for oh. you, Todd. No, I I'm that's I tried really not the nice thing. To I say. tried to get you to understand that they could win that game last night, and you wouldn't buy in. You kept going. No, they're going to lose by thirteen. Regardless of how much they were going to lose by, they did look like they were about to blow it when it was twenty-two twenty-one. Yeah, but they won the game, Todd. They won the game barely. Ask the Buffalo Bills I if love they would that take they won. barely. I love that they won, but they missed you that did not point. Believe. A- you should not be wearing Broncos gear. Uh, Mac football tonight. Spurs at the Thunder, which is what I'll be watching. And uh, Timberwolves at the Warriors. Jim Harbaugh speaks. And not sure if he's going to speak at a hearing coming up on Friday. Uh, Jenny Taft of Fox Sports will have more information on that. Yes, Pauline. Going back to Russell Wilson, yeah, it felt like a classic. It did feel like a classic Seahawks game, like Seam was saying. You know, remember the back in the day when he would always get the ball and they'd be down like fourteen uh, ten to start the fourth mm. quarter. And you're like, okay, make sure he has the ball last. Make sure Russ has the ball last. He doesn't have like the weapons, but it did feel like one of those old day Seahawks games from eight years ago. Nobody's had more comebacks, fourth quarter comebacks, than Russell Wilson has since he came into the league. That was his forty second one. But I always look at it and go, why are you always losing? <laughs> why do we need a comeback? If you were better in the first three quarters, then you don't need a comeback we, there. We did a stat once with our old stat guy, and Russell Wilson in the first three quarters. This was like prime Russ in Seattle. He was like just he was like a B quarterback the first three quarters. Yeah. And then the fourth quarter, he was A+. Plus. It was like him and Rodgers were the fourth quarter guys. But how do you get down to then have to come back? That's what I always wonder. But uh, last night, Broncos got to win. But this is more about the Buffalo Bills. Steve Tasker, who's the former Bills All-Pro, he's an analyst uh, for the Bills. He'll join us coming up in about an hour from now. Does he think the season is over? And what can you change? What can you change, if anything, for this team? Uh, Luciano in Brooklyn is back with us. Hey, Luciano. Hey, morning, couple. Hey, bud. Marvin Peace King, what up, son? And to the good fellas, Todd Seaton and the funny guy who says he doesn't know what it's about. Que cosa? It's about honor. It's about loyalty. It's about being a stand-up guy. That's what it's about. Mm. Okay. All right, Capo. It's right. time to earn your paycheck, baby. Here we go. Okay, so uh, before you make this ruling, I need you to make this a jury trial and bring in King Marvin and the good fellas <laughs> because I have a, a bet with a local scumbag for five slices of provolone. 
and he's under the oppression because of my status in my neighborhood that I might be able to influence your ruling. So uh, here we go. Recently, the 76ers have announced via Allen Iverson that they're putting up a statue of the answer on the Ledger's Walk in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. So, which is well-deserved, but it also sparked a very colorful debate that falls like right in your wheelhouse. And when I say in your wheelhouse, I'm talking just like a big fat meatball over the plate to Barry Bonds when he had that big old balloon head. Like, forget about it. You know it's getting crushed, right? right. So smell me on this. Who's had a greater cultural influence on the NBA? Allen, everybody's copied my physical aesthetics, Iverson, or Michael Jordan. Yeah, but everybody wears my shoes, Jordan. Okay, let's go around the room. I have my answer. Todd, culturally. I'm going to say Allen Iverson for culturally. Seton O'Connor. I'm still going to say Jordan. All right. Marvin, culturally, bigger impact. Michael Jordan. Pauly? A quick second on this. I would say Nike made the culture thing. That's not one of the options. Right. Uh, Allen Iverson walked in with his own look. He apologized to nobody, and people loved it. I would say Iverson on the youth, he himself had more of an impact. I would say Iverson culturally. uh, You know, business-wise, Jordan did, but the culture of what Iverson did when he came in with tattoos, you know, cornrows, uh, the throwback jerseys, the way he played for a little guy to be able to play that way. I would I would say uh, Iverson for me. Yeah, see. I don't know that you can, well, business-wise, certainly, I don't know that you can understate the cultural importance that the Jordan brand has had. It's created almost an entire industry just based on selling and reselling sneakers, yeah. 75% of which are just Jordans, and then the rest are like, Yeezys for a couple of years or whatever, some dunks here and there, but that it, that's basically its own industry. There's entire social media platforms dedicated to just those sneakers. Yeah, but that's a product. Iverson is a person, so he did it himself. Jordan Jordan didn't even want to go to Nike. He wanted to go to Adidas. So Adidas create. You know, Jordan helped them create this image. Air Jordan. And then, of course, they were great shoes, and, and I understand the status of those, but I think a person culturally as opposed to a product. But if Nike could have done it without Jordan, why didn't they? They were a running sneaker before he got there. Yeah. So, I mean, it was Jordan that did it. Jordan made it possible for Nike to do that. It, I, I get that you kind of maybe can't do one without the other. If Jordan had gone to Adidas, yeah. would they have been the same thing? I don't really know, but Nike... I mean, Michael Jordan put Nike on the map. Well, they they made it a bigger map with Nike. Nike was on the map. A massively bigger map. Yes. But Iverson was one person. One person. He didn't have a company that, you know, capitalized on this. And maybe they couldn't. I'm just saying that what Iverson did, we had not seen before. Uh, and what Jordan did, we had not seen before. You know, it's it's an unfair question from the standpoint of, Jordan, I mean, the fact that Jordan makes millions overnight when he's in bed, you know, that everybody wants to wear these shoes, um, that is probably making him emeritus. Whereas Iverson, I think that was a look in the NBA. Opened the door for tattoos, and he had no apologies. And the way he played uh, at his size, you know, that, 
Yeah, it's not a fair question just because of the enormity of, of that Jordan brand. Yeah, Paul. You know, I thought Luciano was going to ask us when he brought up Iverson and getting the statue. I thought he was going to ask us, is Allen Iverson deserving of a statue? Because if you don't win a title for a franchise, it's hard to get a statue, but he's statue worthy, Allen Iverson. Again, impact on the court, what he did at his size, how beloved he was in Philly and is in Philly. For guys who don't have titles, like Dan Marino, Allen Iverson, there's only a couple that are statue worthy. He got to the NBA Finals. I mean, Marino got to a Super Bowl. But, yeah, Marv. And Allen Iverson has as many scoring titles as Kevin Durant. That's nuts to think about. A guy, when I saw Allen Iverson in person, I was like, wait. No, oh, I know. I'm a little taller than he is. And he's over here dominating. He was dominating and taking Eric Snow and Aaron McKee oh, and yes. Theo Radliff. Yeah, that's true. To the NBA Finals. That's up there with LeBron's team. Yeah, as, that's neck and neck. As the, Wait, he took, wait, and you go down basketballreference.com, you're like, wait, wait, who's on that? Bill Simmons should have done something on the worst teams to go f- to the NBA Finals. Because that, 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 and I covered that Sixers Finals. And I covered the Spurs Finals, too. And I'm like, when they went out on the floor against the Spurs, and I go, this is not going to end well. Not going to end well. And then Philly, I think, won game one against the Lakers. And I'm thinking, wow, maybe they can make this a series. And, <laughs> then, and, then, and then reality set in. Yes, Paulie. Yeah, that uh, Allen Iverson team, what would that be, 2001? Yeah. 01, um, I think. They had like George Lynch, Tyrone Hill, Theo Ratliff, Eric Snow. Nice complimentary players. Not even like a B player. Not like... You know, even close to a Scottie Pippen. But they're not starters. Right. Well, they shouldn't even be starters. They were all starting on this team. Uh, Aaron McKee was off the bench. Dikembe, an older Matumbo, an older Tony Kukoc. There wasn't a, a, a Batman and a Robin. There was no, no Robin. <laughs> Batman and Batman. Damn. I at least thought there was like a Larry Hughes on that team. Like, wow. oh, you can, you can give me like 18 a night. <laughs> nope, not even that. Larry Hughes. Like one of those guys, like Paulie was just saying, like a B player. Like, okay. He can give me 17 or 18 a night. Man, I mean, to drag them to the NBA Finals. Drag. Like, those two, the Pistons got to deserve. You deserve a statue for dragging that team to the NBA yeah. Finals. You that do. Was, what if the statue was Allen Iverson carrying? With the whole team on his back. Like, like have Eric Snow with his arm out holding on to Iverson, Theo Ratliff, and then there's little Iverson, you know, dragging them to the NBA Finals. Cart full of players. Yeah. Tone them. He's got to come back on the show, by the way. That. AI. He said Best. he didn't want to lift weights because they looked heavy. <laughs> 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 He's got that voice, though. He's got that tone loke voice. What a character, man. What a character. All right. Uh, we'll get to uh, phone calls coming up. Jay Billis a little bit later on. And Steve Tasker, who covers the Bills, will join us. And uh, coming up next, Jenny Taft. She'll be on the sidelines for Michigan and Maryland. Is she expecting Jim Harbaugh to be there as well? Back after this. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Listen to Comeback Stories. I'm Darren Waller. You may know me best as a tight end for the New York Giants. You may also know me for my story of overcoming addiction and alcoholism. You may have heard a few of my tracks as an artist or a producer. Uh, and you may have seen the work that I've done through my foundation. And you may know my friend and co-host, Donnie Starkins, as well. He's a mindfulness teacher, 
a yoga instructor, a life coach, a man fully invested in seeing people reach their fullest potential. And we've come to form this platform of comeback stories to really highlight not only our own adversity, but adversity in the lives of well-known guests with amazing stories. Catch us every week on Comeback Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Searching for a job can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, nobody's on the other end, applications that vanish. It's time to find a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals, the local jobs expert that you can trust. They never charge a fee when they help you with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com, find the office nearest to you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with the help of Express Employment Professionals. And Express helps you find all kinds of jobs, manufacturing to logistics, customer service, accounting, and so many more. Getting an interview with Express can be as easy as a phone call. And with just one application, Express Employment Professionals will have you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Make your job search easier. Let the professionals help at Express Pros. Express Employment Professionals. It's your one connection for getting a job. Visit ExpressPros.com today and good luck. A lot of times when you see a coach going off the sidelines at halftime, there's an understanding that the sideline reporter is going to get two questions. Sometimes it's only one. Maybe it's three. There's a discussion maybe pregame if you're going to talk to the coach. And uh, I was wondering with Jenny Taft, she was working the sidelines with uh, Penn State in Michigan, and Jenny joins us now. At what point did you realize that Harbaugh wasn't going to be there, and how much prep work did you have on what you were going to talk to him about? 
Well, first of all, thanks for having me on. This is uh, really special to be a part of the show. So thank you. And, you know, it was one of those situations, Dan, where you're not I've never been in a situation like this before where oftentimes the broadcast has a lot more information going into the game. Maybe the public doesn't know. We had no idea if Harbaugh was going to show up minutes before the game. And throughout the week, we had had a conversation with Coach Harbaugh, and he said, if for some reason there's I am not able to coach, it will be Sharon Moore. So we knew that going into it, but they had they really did not believe that that was going to be the situation. So I felt a little bit like an investigative reporter on Saturday morning. And yeah, you're always looking at body language and talking to players and coaches. And it was just a different energy because no one knew. I interviewed Sharon Moore during warmups when they still didn't know if Harbaugh could potentially show up. And obviously <laughs> the mood continued to shift. So I, I know Sharon Moore and I've gotten to know him pretty well over the years. And he had a calm confidence to the way he was carrying himself. But then when he realized he was going to be the guy, I did feel like he tensed up and you could just sense that it was a big opportunity for him. Okay, let's say Harbaugh showed up. What was your question going to be prior to the game? Oh, gosh. First of all, Harbaugh, I have, it's been years for me convincing him to do these interviews. So as you know, he doesn't love them, but I would have chased him down and said, Coach, <laughs> the last 24 hours have been insane. You've been in your hotel room. What has been going through your mind? And how are you prepared to win this game today? I think the, the issue is, and I've been asked this, do you ask about the allegations in that moment? And I tend to believe that you have to allow the game to play out. And perhaps after a win, I would have taken that opportunity to congratulate him on the win had they won with Harba coaching. I assume it would have been the same outcome there. And then you possibly give him the opportunity to address a different audience because he's spoken about it, you know, in his press conferences, but I would try to give him that moment. But as we all know with Harbaugh and as Sharon Moore did the same, they like to start the interview and then hand him off to a player. So I'm kind of used to that when it comes to Michigan. What do you expect is Harbaugh on the sidelines this weekend? Boy, I, I have a feeling. Yes. Just based on how confident they seem to be. Uh, obviously we know that that hearing is set for Friday and I'm sure you saw some of his quotes yesterday from his presser saying that he's watched plenty of judge Judy and he's prepared <laughs> for his big moment. I mean, he had an all time list of quotes yesterday that I just to say that Harbaugh is not stressed about this. It's kind of crazy, but I don't think he really is. And he said to us over and over again, and this is what he is telling us, I did not know what was going on. And, you know, he's handled the pressure and he said to me, I don't want the players to deal with this. Let everyone come my way. So Harbaugh knows the hard questions are coming. Uh, he hasn't decided as of yesterday if he will speak on Friday, but if he's not there, Sharon Moore will continue. And after what we saw from Saturday and the way he was able to do both, manage that offense and lead the team, I thought it was pretty impressive. We had Brady Quinn on yesterday, and I said, and he he was talking about this too, could you set up a camera where I, I was more interested in watching Harbaugh watch the game than I would have been watching the game itself. But is there any chance that you could do an interview with him or even the broadcasters could do an interview with him if he's watching from a hotel room? Oh, I mean, you better believe I'm going to ask. I actually did ask that question. If we could send a camera to the hotel, I was shut down by Michigan, which I understand. I mean, sure. at that point, they don't even know. And I'm like, where is he watching? Oh, he's in the hotel room. I said, with whom? Like, is he watching solo and just pacing? Like Harbaugh watching a game in his hotel room <laughs> should have been just like, 
a steady cam video yeah. we were going to on the side. So look, I guess we don't know until Friday takes place, but I know that Fox will do whatever we can to make sure we have some sort of Harbaugh cam and I will do my best to get all that inside scoop. And he is going to talk to me if he's there. He can't say no to me this time. Do you know that for sure? <laughs> well, I mean, I'm going to make it very clear to him because like you have to talk and I've given him this out in the past, but at the same time, like coach Harbaugh, it, you got to talk now. So it's I'm too big of a news story and hopefully he, he understands that. Plus, he's playing the victim, and now he's the coach of America's team. And yeah, that's what he said, America's team, right? And I, I, don't, I know he doesn't like doing interviews because I know he wants the attention to be about the players, but this is different. And I do think he understands that now. So I don't worry. When we get off this, this I'm going to text Michigan's SID and make sure <laughs> we're prepared for for all interviews. Well, they're probably watching, writing down all of this. <laughs> we're talking to Jenny Tapp. She'll be on the sidelines, Fox Big Noon Saturday, and it'll be Michigan and Maryland. Then uh, it'll be Ohio State and Michigan the following yeah. Saturday. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. How physical does it get on the sidelines for you? What do you mean? You know, post-game jostling, trying to get a coach, camera people, sure. like, you know. It's pretty intense. Uh, look, I, I think back on Michigan-Ohio State a couple years ago when Michigan had finally gotten the win, Ann Arbor, snow coming down. I'm trying to find Aiden Hutchinson. I'm actually pregnant at the time, which <laughs> is wild, considering some of my security guards were like, we don't want you to do the interview of the storming of the field. And I'm like, you think I'm going to miss this interview? Mm, wow. Like, there's no way. So, yeah, at times it's a little intense, but that's half the reason why I love the energy of being a sideline reporter. I think you feel it in a different way when you're on the field and you're chasing down coaches. We tend to have a plan, right? Like, had Penn State won, I would have tried to find Coach Franklin to the side. Like, at some point you have to a little bit map it out because if you don't want to miss the coach. That's the worst case in any field storming situation. Um, but yeah, it gets physical, but at the same time, it's kind of what I love about it. And I would never turn down any of those interviews. Like I sprint to get to that coach as fast as I can when, when the game ends. And yeah, Sharon, did I anticipate the tears? No, I felt he was starting to feel it. Like it was sinking in right before we had kind of chatted. And then once he started to get a, a little emotional, I, you know, I soaked it up a little bit, and I, I felt like I didn't in anticipate the swearing. Uh, he actually did text me right after, which I thought was really sweet. He said, I'm so sorry I got emotional. I'm sorry about the F-bombs, but, like, I, I couldn't help myself. And I think that that just speaks to the emotion of college football. Like, it's so – it's just they had been through a lot, and it was a big deal for him. Loudest stadium you've been in? The big house is hard to top. It really is. I know I'm just talking about Michigan, but like, you know, I was pretty impressed by Beaver Stadium. This was our second game uh, at Penn State. And I, I will say that the way it's set up, it's just a really impressive fan base and crowd. And I haven't had a night game there, but we've just really enjoyed going to Happy Valley. And like that crowd is it's pretty special. Being a journalist, can you confirm this, that Brady Quinn does a party pump before he goes on on the show, on Big Noon Kickoff? I mean, what does it? Brady does it all, right? Like, Brady is, he, he, what can't he do? He got stopped twice on our way home for autographs. I'm like, this guy, like, it's just, 
he can't he can't get away from being Brady Quinn. And I he's a great teammate. I'm actually so lucky to to work with a guy like him. I know he comes on the show often, so he, I should have texted him for some insight. He seems like he could be high maintenance though, you know, hair, makeup. Well, it's just one of those like when he looks better than me, that's just not a great sign for like a broadcast crew. I feel like I try to put myself together and then I'm standing next to Brady Quinn and like yep. you, you can't you do what you can. Yeah, I know. It's not fair. That's why he's called right Beefo Brady. Beefo right Brady. Uh, <laughs> good luck this weekend. We'll be watching. Thanks for joining thank us. You. Congrats yeah, on your your baby, too. Thank you, oh, Jenny. Thank you. Uh, Jenny Taft, she'll be on the sidelines there looking for Jim Harbaugh. It's Michigan and Maryland and then Ohio State and Michigan the following Saturday. It's a job that your your job is to make it look easy, smooth, fluid, and it's not because it can be choppy and chaotic and survival, especially when the fans storm the field, and then you're just looking, you're looking, you're looking, your camera person's there, and you're just, you, there's this you know sea of people, and you're trying to do your job. And the fans are running by and yelling and screaming. They want to be on camera. Uh, it, it's chaos. It's, it's disorganized chaos. I was going to say organized chaos, but there's nothing organized about that. But to be able to ask the question, and you know when, when you see that reporter and she has to or he has to run off the field with the coach because the coach won't even stop sometimes. And then you're like, I'm going to kind of slow down, ask your question. Hey, what, what changes are you going to have in the second half? Uh, yeah, as if I'm going to tell you. Uh, good luck, coach, in the second half. Yeah. Yeah, Marv. I've worked a couple of NBA games, where they, the national TV games, where they have the uh, post-quarter uh, interviews. And you can see they, they're pre-taped before they come back from commercial break. Yeah. And so as soon as the, uh, the horn uh, sounds off at the end of the quarter, the coach, <sighs> hey, Izzy, hey, George, uh, whoever it is, yeah. right? And they do it, and then they just, they are just so irritated. Like they, so there's somebody from the PR department, yeah. hey, you got to do this. Does anybody enjoy doing it? Greg Popovich lets you know he hates it. Oh, me. I know that. Yes, Dad. Be professional. Don't be rude. They're doing their job. You know, they're not coming up upon you and attacking you with a microphone. This is all planned ahead of time. It's all part of the broadcast rights. You know it's coming. Just deal with it. If you want to give a vague, bad answer, whatever. But you know a couple of questions are coming. Don't be nasty or rude and have one foot like out the door towards the locker room while you're talking to them. Thank you, Tim. I hate that. Thank you. Thank oh. you. Yeah, we needed that insight. Yes, Marv. But in my situation, they weren't rude. They just kind of... And then they go over and they're really nice and cordial to the person interviewing them because... That they're just doing their job. Popovich is a whole different animal, though. Yeah, 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 Paulie. My favorite post game interviews were always uh, the NCAA tournament after the final team lost, and they interviewed the you know Jay Wright. And Jay Wright's jumping around; he's got the net. And then they go, "Let's throw it to Bonnie Burns from CBS <laughs> with Roy Williams." And and all of a sudden, they bring out, they drop the background sound. I know how they do this. They drop the background sound. It's an empty hallway, mm. and there's Roy Williams and Bonnie Bernstein, coach, and she has to do a funeral voice. It's a totally different interview. How do you feel, coach? How do you think I feel? What did you say to your team? Yeah, coach. Yeah. Are you going to North Carolina? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Paul. On the other hand, when I first started ESPN, I got to do a little field producing, and I saw Andrea Kramer. And Andrea Kramer, you guys all know her, right? She can't be more than 5'3". And there was a post game where she was going to get, I think it was like Bob Davey or someone from Notre Dame, 
and there's security and there's people and there's flushing. She went in there and she was pushing people physically. Oh, that she's gonna she's gonna get her she's man. She's getting her man. She will get her man. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. She had a forearm out and the microphone in the other hand, and she went right into the pile and got arm around Bob David. Really impressive. She she is as determined as anybody I've ever met yeah. to get the story. Absolutely. Yes, Mark. Is the Super Bowl the wildest post game like thing you're a part of? Where people are physically pushing each other, I would. Well, that's different because there's a lot of different agendas going on at the end of the Super Bowl, and I only know where I was. I would be behind the goalpost and then waiting for the podium. I knew where the podium was going to be built, uh, the platform, the stage, and then I would just wait. And it took about five minutes that they came out of nowhere, set it all up, and then all of a sudden you walk up there because. They're going to commercial break. Next thing you know, somebody is carrying the Super Bowl trophy up. Commissioners up there, owners up there, quarterbacks up there, coaches up there, maybe another player is up there. And that happens so quickly. But I know where I'm going. You know, my my mark from A to B is probably 15 or 20 yards straight ahead. That's it. But trying to get everybody and get them up there, you know, they're out there hugging with family and friends. Uh, even, you know, when you carry the trophy up, you got to have an opening for them to carry. Joe Namath was walking the trophy up and the players kind of parted the sea and let Joe come up there and they were touching the Super Bowl. It, it's so quick. It's, it is chaos. And people yelling. I mean, you know, have Kevin Hart down there, you know, at the base of the steps yelling, I, I should be up there. I'm an Eagles fan. I'm a big <laughs> Eagles fan. I should. And I'm going, that sounds like Kevin Hart. Now, I'm getting ready to hand out the trophy, and I got Kevin Hart, like, I don't know, 20 feet away, yelling at security that he, he should be up there on the podium. And it's just wild. There's nothing like it. I mean, not many people get to experience that, but those who do know what I'm talking about where you go, oh, my God. And you just want to get up there and not make a mistake. That's it. I, you know, the one mistake I made was with Gronk when he was holding the trophy and I'm interviewing him, and I said, did you ever think that you would get this feeling again? He goes, this is my first Super Bowl. And then you go, ah, E me. But it wasn't, it, it, it was more the team. Did you guys ever think you would get this feeling again? But Gronk goes, no, this is my first Super Bowl. And I'm like, all right, you got me. And then you got to just quickly rally and go, all right, Gronk, thank you. Julian Edelman, come on in here. Did you ever think that you would get this feeling again? No, we didn't. All right, let me take a break. More phone calls coming up. My thanks to Jenny joining us. And uh, top of the hour, we'll dive in with the Buffalo Bills with Steve Tasker. Jay Billis stops by. You know, Jay's a lawyer. I want him to represent Jim Harbaugh and Michigan. And then I want him to represent the Big Ten. (laughs) We'll put Billis on the spot there. All right, we'll take a break. Back after this. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. 
You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to to discover and Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Searching for a job can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, nobody's on the other end, applications that vanish. It's time to find a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals, the local jobs expert that you can trust. They never charge a fee when they help you with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com. Find the office nearest you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with the help of Express Employment Professionals. And Express helps you find all kinds of jobs. Manufacturing to logistics, customer service, accounting, and so many more. Getting an interview with Express can be as easy as a phone call. And with just one application, Express Employment Professionals will have you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Make your job search easier. Let the professionals help at Express Pros. Express Employment Professionals, it's your one connection for getting a job. Visit ExpressPros.com today and good luck. Big Ten Saturday night, Nebraska-Wisconsin, Saturday on NBC and Peacock. Here comes Saturday night, presented by Discover. Seaton, would you update the poll results? Which poll question would you like updated, Dan? We've got Surprise so me. many going today. And then we're going to play the Super Bowl game coming up. Here's a new uh, poll question for you. Josh Allen is a top three NFL quarterback no. or hurting his team as much as helping it, Paul? He's not a top three quarterback. Certainly not now. Um, he was at one point. Yes, he was. But it feels like it's a... Um, we we were rooting for the Bills, I think. It sounds like there there was a collective in the media that they were kind of, this is their time, the last three years. But then... Felt like there was good reason for that, though. Yeah, and then the injuries to the defense. But, you know, offensively, you just, you can't be a, a team that goes deep into the playoffs if you have 25 pass interceptions and lost eight fumbles and you're the quarterback, and that's since 2022. I mean, that, that's not a long time. And then uh, Trevor Lawrence is second, six turnovers behind you. And sometimes you're trying to do too much. I understand that. Josh Allen probably reverting back to his days at Wyoming when he had to do everything or felt like he had to do everything. But back then, you could do everything. When you get to the pros, you can try to do everything, but somebody's going to be a little bit quicker, uh, 
stronger, faster. You're going to make mistakes, and they're going to capitalize on that. And all these turnovers last night are not on him, but he still has to deal with the fallout from that. If they score a touchdown, now does that change your game plan? Are you able to run the ball, uh, forcing a pass in? Stefan Diggs had, I think, four targets last night. Five targets. How's that possible? It's like Devontae Adams. You know, they, they realize, hey, we should go to Devontae Adams 12, 14 times a game. And then they go, man, he's great. Yes, that's why you go to him 12 or 14 times. What, what's the downside? You know, I don't go to Hunter Renfro. I want to go to Devontae Adams as much as possible. Stefan Diggs as much as possible. Jamar Chase as much as possible. Justin Jefferson when he's in there. Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, at least 10 targets. Anything else is malpractice where you're going, what are you doing? That, that, that's a great word, malpractice. Like There was a couple games where Garoppolo didn't throw to uh, Devontae Adams in the first half. You're like, okay, he threw seven, 16 passes. There has to be one target. Yes. I, I mean, sometimes you go, okay, a coach can be too smart or outsmart himself. Like, eh, we're going to use him as a decoy. Okay. All I know is that guy who's the decoy is still better than double covered than some of my guys who have single coverage here. And make him an occasional decoy if you want. Not like the Detroit Lions did with Barry Sanders when they'd get to the goal line that they never gave him the ball. Barry ended up with 99 touchdowns, I think. He probably should have had 15 more. But I remember Wayne Fonts was the head coach. And they'd get down to the goal line. they go, you know what? They think Barry's going to get it. And I'd be like, even if they think he's going to get it, no, he's going to get it. He, I like my chances with Barry Sanders. But I remember talking to him privately about that. And he said, I don't understand it. Like, you get down to the goal line. I helped you get there. I'll get you in. But you know, outsmarts yourself. All right, let's play the Super Bowl game, Paulie. And give us the rules for the Super Bowl game. Do we have any music for of course. the Super Bowl game? Custom, unique music we've never used before. The silver and black clad masters of intimidation nearly took Joe Theismann's head off. Which NFL team that currently does not possess a winning record could make the Super Bowl? Your pick to make the Super Bowl. Okay. They cannot have a winning record. Okay. Any questions on the format? Now, uh, winning record. So is 5-5 five and five a winning record? They would be eligible for this game. Okay. That would not be a winning record. Correct. Okay. I'm, I'm checking. That's okay. not. Give me the teams that are eligible. Okay. The Bills, the Jets, the Patriots, the uh, the Bengals are not eligible. Um, the Colts, the Titans, the Las Vegas Raiders, the L.A. Chargers. Wait. Why aren't the Bengals? The Bengals are five, five and, four. and four. Oh, five and four. Okay. Ineligible. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. They're too good for okay. this question. Way too good. Okay. The Commanders, the Giants... The Packers, the Bears, ew. the Saints, the Bucks, the Falcons, the Panthers, the entire NFC South, of course. Match. The Rams, the Cardinals. Those are all teams that do not possess winning records currently. All right. Todd, do you have a pick? I do. My first thought was the Bills, but I'm going to go with the New Orleans Saints since I was big on them at the beginning of the year. All right. Seton O'Connor. I'm actually also going to say the New Orleans Saints, but I'm not because uh, beginning of the year, but because their strength of schedule, they don't play very many tough teams the rest of the year. All right. Marvin? Oh, I'm going to completely disagree with them. I'm going to Buffalo Bills. Okay. By the way, Marvin and his documentary tomorrow, the uh, school magazine at Connecticut is coming in to do a The Last Dance, uh, sort of a documentary on Marvin tomorrow. I hope it's not The Last Dance. Yeah. 
So if Marvin is not all in tomorrow and he's distracted, uh, you'll understand why. Because they're doing a, a big expose on Marvin, and they're so proud of you. Were they proud of you before you got on the TV and radio portion of this program? I don't think they They'd, knew I existed. See, but now, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you're on TV and radio. We're really proud of you, Marvin. All right, Paulie, do you have your pick? It's tough. I, I'm also going to go with the Bills. They got the Jets and the Patriots. They could pick up a couple. Yeah, but then they got the Cowboys right. and the Chiefs and the Eagles and the Dolphins. It's a brutal game. I'm going to say, I have to say the Bills because I had them going to the Super Bowl against the Eagles. So, yes, I, I'm going to take the Buffalo Bills. And that's your Super Bowl game. You can play at home. Yeah. <laughs> Bills have the Eagles, Chiefs, Cowboys, Dolphins, uh, Patriots, Chargers, Jets. Yeah. Not in that order. Yeah, no, not easy. No. Not easy. The four of those for sure are tough. Um, how about the Victor Wambayama Chet Holmgren game? Do oh. we have do we have time to play that? We haven't played that one in years, Dan. Okay. Total points, rebounds, assists, blocks, and steals for Vic Wambayama and Chet Holmgren. Who you got? Like who has more? Who has more total of all those stats combined? I'm gonna go Wemby. Even though he's going against my Oklahoma City Thunder. I'm going Chet. Okay. All right. Everyone knows his Wemby. I'm going to go Chet, too. All right. I'm going to go Chet. Chet. Okay. Once a Chet, always a Chet. Wemby. All right. We'll check in with the Buffalo Bills coming up. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alan Janice Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.